This is gonna be a break from the usual, isn't it, Nate? Yeah, dude. So no Sam. Yeah, there's no no brother Francisco or no Sam. Uh, for those who know him as Sam, it's just Nate Whitaker and me, Tom Whitaker. Yeah. And we thought, what better opportunity to take than to talk about him when he's not here? <laughs> what better topic while he's not around than literally just him? <laughs> to talk about him. Instead of talking about politics or the yeah. transcendentals, let's just talk about yeah. Sam. I mean we can still hit the transcendentals for sure. kind of a thing. But yeah. let's just let's just let's just like take this opportunity to roast Sam. Yeah. Just kidding, we won't roast Sam. No. Not, maybe a little bit of I roasting. I mean like not more than's necessary. Yeah, just yeah. a nice healthy dose of roasting. Totally. Um roasting and toasting. Toasting is like the opposite because you're like raising the glass. Oh yeah. yeah. I've got a cup of coffee Cheers. here, so this will be my little my little toast. Let's go. Toast to Sam. But yeah, black, so black coffee. We thought today, yeah, it's all, I only drink it black. That's the way to go. Savage. That's how. That's certainly how. Um, that's how a man drinks. That's how a man drinks coffee. America. Yeah. <laughs> Take it strong. None of that uh, weak weak cream. No. None of that so. stuff that would be made at Starbucks by a, a blue haired barista. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. that's. Yeah, this is just made in in the kitchen. You know. Yeah. Right in on. The U.S. of A. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, what should we talk about, Sam? Oh, well, yeah. So let's 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 hit the question. What is it like to have a brother who is a monk? What what's like? What are some of the cool things about it? What are some of the, like the? I'm not sure awkward is the right word, but like, what are the some of the like? Drawbacks. Yeah, yeah. What are the the pros and cons? Always the pros and cons. List. Totally. Um, Lots of pros. Let's let's uh let's hit uh let's hit pros first. Yeah. yeah let's let's start with all the goodness. Start with the encouragement. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. Then bring them down. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Give him the the good news first. I don't know. I feel like one pro is just, uh, it's kind of cool. Like this sounds like weird, but it's kind of just cool talking to people and being like, "Yeah, my brother's a monk," and then being like, "What?" Like, yep. Like, or just having a brother who's a monk is just kind of there's something really unique and and special about that. Yeah. That like kind of like having like a pet alligator. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I've often like, thought exactly. You try to bring it up in conversations, great. like, "Oh, did I, did I mention I have a pet alligator?" Yeah, like, yeah it's a great conversation that, starter. Exactly, it's like this. It's at least as good as saying, "My brother's a monk." But at go ahead, least. keep going easily. Keep going. No, no, you're right. It, it's sort of like a, a show thing. It's kind of like a, a museum, like artifact. Like, <laughs> oh, look, look at this unique thing. Um, no, but in all seriousness, don't worry, Sam. Um, it's like it's cool because, for one thing, I mean, we were raised Catholic, and and you know, we took our faith seriously growing up. But like, even I, like pretty much until like leading up to when he joined the monastery himself, I had very little context for knowing like monks do mm-hmm. or really knowing monks as anything in the 21st century. I like you hear that word and you think of like Friar Tuck, right. Or something from like the medieval times. Um, but then like realizing like, no, there's like these normal dudes uh, called monks that, you know, chill out in this like big bachelor pre- pad, just praying all the time. <laughs> And, like, they're cool, and, like, yeah. they're pretty chill, but it's, like, it is a very unique way of life, and mm-hmm. it's just really something rare in the 21st century. So, th- I mean, I guess, in general, that pro is just um, being exposed through him to a, a different way of life that I wouldn't otherwise know much about. Yeah. And being able to flex on other people that, like, oh, yeah, my brother's, like, you know, he's, like, he's like having a pet alligator. It's, like, oh, look, yeah. I, I got this kind of, this weird bro, and he's he's cool. Yeah, you know? yeah. Or, yeah. It's, it's neat. I totally, I'll just keep riding on that one for a second, but, like... Um, yeah, it's actually been a good conversation starter, mm-hmm. I think, because like some people who have no, we'll, we'll just say not only no background, maybe in like Catholicism and the idea of monasticism, but also maybe Christianity in general. And you mm-hmm. say monk and I've had definitely had people be like, oh, you mean like Buddhist, you know, yeah, like Buddhist monks. I'd be like, nope, 
nope, not Buddhist, you know. Um, like he's a he's a Catholic monk, he's Benedictine, and then you get mm-hmm. you get a conversation going about like, well, like why would people do that, you know, yeah. like, um, and that's pretty cool just to explain to some people about how there are people that are willing to like dedicate their lives to right. prayer and to service to the poor and a service mm-hmm. to the church. Um, and that, that's like, it takes a special type of person, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think, I think that's been cool to like have, uh, just conversations open about faith when I bring up that my brother is a monk. So that's yeah. pretty sweet. Um, yeah. One other thing that I've, I've kind of just started thinking more about, um, is, and you said, yeah, like a bunch of, you know, monks, like a bachelor pad, just praying all the time mm-hmm. to, to like draw on like the praying all the time thing. I think it's just really awesome for our family to have. Um, just a, a, like, I don't know, like a vanguard of prayer Mm -hmm. coming from our own brother. Yeah. Um, but it's not just like for our family, like we know Sam's praying or brother Francisco's praying for, of course our family, but also our church and our hometown Mm -hmm. and all of our friends. Um, so I think when, you know, they say it takes a village or something to, to raise a child, but I think it kind of takes a village to, to raise a monk or Hmm. to bring a monk. But then the, the cool thing is like that, that monk gives back to that it village and and just just thinking about the 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 spiritual protection that we probably actually gain w- without even knowing about it because we have a brother mm-hmm. who's just always interceding for us you know going going before our lord um right. and bringing bringing our needs to him in a way that like i mean you and i kind of go about our days probably pretty you know pretty i'd say routinely but it's like routinely in just like everyday things yeah and it's not that he doesn't do the everyday right but like part of his routine is just intentional continuous prayer right um and i think that's really cool that we have someone in our family that can do that so yeah especially at a group where you said that it's like part of his routine is to be intentional about prayer because like you know all christians you know are called to pray and and do often pray for each other but there's something unique about him living in a community with the boys just praying yep the like particularly the liturgy of the hours where they have to be there you know morning noon and night yep gathered together saying the psalms and, and praying for the whole church um and so, like, it is very intentional, and it's it's a part of his schedule, it's a part of his his duty as a monk. Um, and so, it's just really cool, like what you're saying, like having that spiritual power um, flowing from the monastery, like not just Sam, but also the other brothers that are united with him, for all of us members of the church and for all people in the world. Like, um, people, I I know Dad said this before, like people look at sometimes like monks or nuns that have been like shut up in a uh, some kind of convent for. Mm. Uh, years or decades and people might look at that as like oh like what do they do like what do they actually contribute to the world like they're just doing nothing just silently living their lives but it's like no we don't know how much how much worse the world would be if not for the prayers of those people that you'll never maybe ever meet yeah it's just they've devoted their life to something bigger than themselves Mm -hmm. which i think is part of why like you were saying people especially in in the secular world have kind of no context for when you say your brother's a monk yeah it's kind of hard for them to imagine what that means or comprehending the idea that someone would dedicate their whole lives to something spiritual rather than like temporal yeah because like i mean in a sense we're kind of living in a maybe one of the first post-religious eras in the history of the world because like for the past 2000 years obviously christianity's been huge in the world and prior to that in all the pagan cultures religion was a big thing and people would like there would be priests or priestesses you know people would be dedicating their lives in some way no matter what religion it is it'd be common to for people to know someone's dedicating their lives to religion yeah yeah but nowadays that is just much more rare than it's ever been it's like oh you're either dedicating your life to like your career or like 
what what alternative is there? Yeah. So when you meet someone, you're like, no, I have a brother who his life is just literally praying and helping people, but he's not going to be making money. Yep. He's not going to have ambitious goals. It's like it's foreign to to yep. our society. Yep. Yeah, and that gets I think to just that, and obviously individualism is has a lot of value to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also you kind of lose the idea that yeah, just what you said that somebody would do something. Uh, that's bigger than themselves, and I yeah. feel like I've in, I encounter that in a small way, and like this is still pretty glorified in this country in some ways. But like with joining the military, you know, I'd say probably the majority of people are like, oh wow, that's cool, you know, thank you for your service and that yeah. sort of thing. Um, but I've definitely met some people that are just like, well, why would you do that? Like, you know, like what's you know why why does it matter to you to like wow to like be part not not like when you tell them that you were in the military yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like and 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 honestly it's it's not even coming from like a, a super antagonistic it's just it's truly coming from an idea of the like why would you give up higher paying jobs why would you yeah. give up freedoms why would you why would you let yourself be bossed around by this entity mm-hmm. that you have no control over mm-hmm. and not that Sam's quite in that but, you know as a monk uh, brother francisco takes you know took vows of obedience mm-hmm. you know and 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 chastity um and those are things that like they bind you they take away you know at least what the world would consider certain freedoms mm-hmm. you know even though for him it would be it's kind of like donning you know a um you know, donning a guild of like, you know, for all the men before him who have been monks and, right. and just joining into that legacy and, and giving back in that way. So I don't know, but it's just interesting that individualism sort of uh, keeps us from thinking about what, why we should seek to find things. You know, we, we, we were in a 5k last night and, yeah. you know, I looked around and, you know, there's, you know, we do the national anthem and there's some people that are clearly, you know, like, um, kind of showing some respect for that moment and there's some mm-hmm. people that it's just kind of like it doesn't matter to them you know mm-hmm. um and it's just i think that's part of the same thing too is some people you know individualism it it creates an environment where we struggle to understand why there's things that are valuable beyond our own um i, I won't even say selfishness for everybody but just yeah. by our own bubble like we just yeah. well this doesn't really affect me so mm-hmm. i'm not sure why i should give anything to this thing that doesn't seem to affect me mm-hmm. and to prayer like I mean, I think you, you think of, uh, um, you know, it was like, it was, it was Mother Teresa, right, with the Dark Night of the Soul. Um, or, yeah, right? her and, and many other saints, but yeah. her and, I think it was the one who wrote that book, though. There's a book called Dark Night of the Soul by John of the Cross. John of the Cross. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Then, but she, I mean, she experienced it, too. The, yeah, yeah. The whole right decades on. of silence, yeah. But yeah, like, you can, you can go decades of prayer without feeling like you're getting a return on your investment. Exactly. And so many people just think that everything should come with a return on your investment, mm-hmm. you know? Um, like, oh, well, I pay into this or I give this amount of my own energy, so I, I should reasonably expect to get this out of it. Right. Um, and that's like a great example of dedication through those periods where you feel nothing. Mm-hmm. Like you might not be doing anything for yourself <laughs> or others for that matter. Yeah. But you just don't know what the what the effect is, you know. Right. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I know Sam's even talked about that, that he's he's experienced that in his own prayer life. Like you would think, okay, well, if I, obviously if you were in, entering into a business setting uh, and that was your career, your life choice you expect you're going to get your paycheck after you put in the work yep and so okay well maybe you might expect the kind of a spiritual translation of that then if you're going to dedicate your life to like some religious way of life like he has like yep. okay well if my version of work is prayer or something spiritual then i should at least be sure that i'm going to get some spiritual reward right back yep but they don't always feel that they like you're saying that sometimes you you might go years or decades like mother Teresa did where you don't feel like a strong sense of um reward yeah and you just you kind of have to live with that and, and acknowledge. Look, I'm, I'm dedicating myself to something bigger than myself, and I won't even necessarily feel all the rewards of it. Mm-hmm. But it's worth it's worthwhile work, whether I can feel it yeah. or not. 
But, but yeah, it's funny, you know, like, especially because prayer is one of those things where, and I, I need to t- take this as much to heart as I would advise or prescribe anyone else to it, but it, it actually just takes so little, you know, of your time and your mm-hmm. energy. Like, you know, you can, like, just take five or ten minutes and just yeah. pray earnest prayer, yeah. you know, and supplication to God and, and praise of God. And it, and it doesn't, you know, it doesn't take a lot from us. Whereas, you know, mm-hmm. people, you know, people like playing the stock market. They, they, they're fine with throwing their money at something right. with no real knowledge if they're going to get it back. Yeah. Um, there, there's that hope of giving it back, but like, you know, that actually took more of you to risk right. than, than like the five or 10 minutes of prayer, you mm-hmm. know, in terms of like what your, what your daily routine looks like. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'll, I'll hit one more and we can, we can change lanes a little bit and you can grab one more too, if you want for like another, like good thing of, of Sam being a monk. Um, but, uh, I think one thing that has been really cool about, uh, his, his step into monasticism has just been how it's also, uh, kind of opened up new doors for learning for myself. Mm. Um, because he's been able to dive, you know, a level deeper into our faith. Right. Um, and we've kind of all sort of gotten to learn a little bit more with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, whether as he goes through his classes and I know he, some, some he enjoys more than others. And sometimes, totally. you know, sometimes he wants to just do the monk thing and, mm-hmm. and, and the education thing can, can sometimes kind of just seem to seem endless, you know? Um, but he's still, he's still teaching others. He's teaching our family. I mean, all the people that are listening to this podcast, I, at least some of you have probably benefited something from it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But uh, just kidding, of course. Um, I'm sure just, there's Just been... kidding that they benefited. Yeah, <laughs> just kidding. No benefit at all. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> Dang. Yeah. But uh, no, he's t- been able to, to teach others, you know, in real time as he learns. And I think that's been, been pretty exciting. Yeah. Um, and I feel like it's it's helped me uh, start to want to learn again because mm-hmm. I feel like I plateaued, you know, somewhere in, I don't know, the last five 10 years or so just like you know i felt like i had you know i got to the point where like you know i love daily mass i love confession i love the eucharist like the, all these things that i feel like are the staples and like the real pillars to a true faith mm-hmm. but i've so, i've kind of lost a little bit i think of like a desire to still keep growing and it's not because i don't want to keep growing it's because mm-hmm. i just don't i was like oh well i'm married you i got know kids i got a go, job kind of, yeah you know it's like just sort of a comfortable you know going through the motions um and i think it's been cool to just see him continuing to kind of mount these new these new uh and i'm not not just education but like these new ways of learning about our faith and growing, growing deeper in his faith through through knowledge um and that's encouraged me to try to um at least want to and again i'm not going to claim like i've you know started picking up some of his textbooks or whatever and yeah. diving in but yeah yeah anyway no i totally agree um it's been really cool just being able to have good like theology conversations with him and being like oh this is like this is a valid topic in a way another source of learning which kind of can then deepen your own spirituality Mm -hmm. but for me i think just one more uh, or a couple more quick pros or benefits Mm -hmm. of him being there is uh, i think it's been really cool having two brothers in like the two big vocations Mm -hmm. for me because like i'm obviously the youngest i'm still discerning what my vocation is and how i'm supposed to live my life but um like you on one side living, you know, a good holy marriage and raising kids and then seeing Sam, you know, pursuing the priesthood. Like, you know, he's on his way, hopefully, to priesthood. And, yeah, and yeah. at least for right now, um, he's set as a monk. And so that's been really cool to be like, look, I can look kind of objectively at both of these vocations and the 
the benefits and drawbacks of each one and mm-hmm. the challenges that come along with them. Because rather than them be, being just like something abstract that I have to like imagine what they're like, I can just see two guys that are going through both of them. Yeah. And so it kind of helps me process and figure out which one is right for me. Hmm. And then also, um, like, I think part of that and part of the way in which it's been really cool for me to start looking at, for example, his way of life as a, as a viable one that could make me happy, um, that, I, that I could really look at as, as a consideration, is has been, like, getting to meet the other monks yeah. that he's friends with. Yeah, the brotherhood that he's developed. It's so cool. Yeah, and, it's like And kind have... of us, too, almost a little bit through that, you know? Yeah. Like, some of his monk friends are, like, just, you know, his brothers are, like, people I would consider friends. Yeah. Know? Yeah. No, exactly. It's like... Like, when you got married, it was like, okay, our family's getting bigger. Mm-hmm. But I don't think what I really expected is when Sam joined the monastery, he's like, oh, our family's getting much bigger. Yeah. Like, like Brother Bosco, Brother, oh, yeah, brother yeah. Jose, Father Barnabas. And, oh, yeah. You know. Father Cashin. Father Cashin. Oh, yeah, yeah, just all these all these studs. Mm-hmm. And it's just been super cool getting to see these guys. And they're not weird. They're not like, like you know, what you might stereotype like some old, like, out-of-touch man trapped oh, in a yeah, monastery. Yeah. They're like these cool guys. They're yeah. super chill. And they're happy, like they're living a fulfilling life, a yep. life that makes them so happy. Solid it's like, images of masculine virtue. Exactly. You know, in a world where, like, at least maybe, and part of this is probably some of the the kind of the fallout of clericalism, some of the fallout of some of the the, the struggles the church has gone through. Mm-hmm. But like, certainly, images that people have started to generate in their own minds about what a priest or what a monk would probably be, kind of like, yeah. you know, the like the. You know, maybe a derpy looking goofy, you know, like overly nerdy to right. spending too much time in books, not enough time around people. Right. Um, and these impressions that people generate about what like priests or monks must be, mm-hmm. you know. And I mean, if there's one thing that I'm jealous about, Sam, as you know, even though I would never trade my my vocation is his gym time. I mean, he can oh my spend gosh. so much time in the gym. I know he's so jacked, and like so. Just I know he got jacked after joining a monastery. Yeah. Like, like what? What even is yeah. that? Like, I remember his novice year, yeah, when he's like, "Oh yeah, I can spend like two hours in the gym and just you yeah. know eat as much protein as I want for the rest of the day." It's like, yep. bro, more muscles, more tattoos. Um, yeah, yeah, he's become more of a gangster. Actually, he's be, since definitely become more thugs since he became a monk. It's kind of weird, but. <laughs> So yeah, but yeah, go go ahead and close your thought there. No, I was I was just kind of going along with what you're saying. Yeah. Just really, it's been super cool to see that those stereotypes that you might that anyone might impose onto the idea of monastic life have just been shattered yeah. by seeing like, no, these monks are just regular guys. Yeah, they're, they're cool guys, regular in the sense that they're down to earth and normal, mm-hmm. but, uh, but special I guess in that they're admirable, unique in that yeah. how virtuous they are. Yeah, yeah they're not just yeah. your average like derpy, you know, yeah. like dummy walking around on the street. Like they're they're <laughs> Guys that are elevated, um, and they've chosen a higher calling. Yeah. It's just it's just super cool. They've to chosen see. holistic excellence. You yeah, know? like in not just one aspect of a life, but in in, in so many. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that gives a lot to aspire to. Whether whether you are like myself, you know, married. Like yeah, I may not anymore now aspire to their vocations, mm-hmm. but I aspire to to you know grow in ways that I can see. You know, San Francisco and um, and some of these other brothers and priests that that we've now gotten to get to know better through right. his his. Uh, Monasticism, but yeah, let's 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 hit a couple cons, like and maybe cons isn't the right word, but like maybe um just like challenges, what are, yeah. What are some of the challenges? Yeah, we'll, we'll soften up our tone. Um, I don't. Know, do you got you got you got any that that pop off on top do, of your head? Do you have any first? I'm or, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Okay, I'll, but, I guess I'll yeah. I'm trying to think too. Let's see. I mean, I probably haven't experienced some of them as poignantly as maybe you guys, just because like yeah, you've been away I've been away from bit. home for the yeah. last three years anyway, yeah. so like. I, I like kind of been away from the family in general, so like, yeah. um, oh, okay, I got yeah, that, okay, that, that go that's it. a good one. Is um is and this is just 
you know, like he has, honestly, it's got to be the same way the other way around because he got married and got kids. Now I've got these, these beautiful, adorable little anchors that sort of keep me tethered, mm-hmm. you know, to where I'm at in terms of my time and geographically, you know, yeah. like I just can't do as much and go as far as I used to for just like general hangouts and doing things. So it's, I probably have the same anchors that he does, but you know, his are definitely tied to like the monastery and mm-hmm. like, you know, that he, he has uh, expectations and, and rules that he has to follow that keep him tethered to the monastery. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, like we've thought that we might, you know, move at some point and not that mm-hmm. we're, you know, Johan and I are going to like move to the other side of the country that would never happen, but you know, mm-hmm. maybe we'd end up moving another half an hour further than like where Sam is. Maybe we'll move closer. Who knows? Right. But like, you know, sometimes even just that extra like half hour, 40 minutes of drive time can make a difference in how frequently you get to see people or mm-hmm. spend time with them or the types of things that you can do when you see each other. Yeah. So I think that's one thing that's a kind of challenges. Um, and again, that goes, it's a two way street of my own like um, limitations and, and our, and our family's limitations for what we can or can't do when, yeah. in terms of spending time with one another. Um, but his, his are kind of unique circumstances. Although I feel like some of those would be um, in place, even if you weren't a monk. Like if you got married and became a dad, he yeah. would have a lot of limitations yeah. on his time. Yep, yep. Work does that to you for yeah. sure. Yeah. But um, I'm trying to think. Really, I, it's funny. I really don't feel like I can think of many because the one I probably would have mentioned was kind of, the, or the immediate one that comes to mind is oh. You know, he's limited from seeing us to some extent because he's a monk. Yeah. But in reality, what I've always felt when I come back is like, I've been shocked since he joined the monastery, how much availability he has mm. and how many times he's been able to be like, oh, let's just pop out for a day trip with the family or it's just true. like, it's or true. his vacations in the summer where he can come yeah. visit us. Um, Like, it's been amazing how many times we've just gotten to meet up with him, even just something to chill, like get some, grabbing some ice cream yeah. uh, near his monastery or or even going for for a day trip with the family. It's like... It's been amazing to me how um, open his own schedules have been able to be, how how willing he's been to to share his time with us, mm-hmm. and also how, um, I guess, how nice it is and generous uh, the rest of the community has been for him, and like especially Zabbat, and like yeah. giving him the space to like acknowledging, okay, yeah, you have a family, like um, we'll make sure you get to to visit them and see them with plenty of time. So I I really. I feel like it, I can't think of anything major. Yeah. Um, yeah. One, one word you just brought up family though. And like, uh, just reminded me a little bit of something that was, I'll say a challenge maybe earlier on at this point. I think mm-hmm. I love seeing, uh, Sam as a monkle. Yeah. You know, monk, uncle, monkle. Oh yeah. Um, but I think earlier on what was like a little bit something that, you know, I, I definitely, even like kind of as a kid, um, or like just as I was growing up high school or whatever, just thought, you know, we go to family land and we see like, you know, families with, they have like cousins and they're like, they're just Mm -hmm. tight as, you know, tight as can be. Right. Um, and like they go to family and then like, you know, I mean, they're friends year round, but that's just like a a fun place to just like be with all of your extended family. And I think that was kind of hard, like a little bit of a hard dream to let go of for me of just being like, oh, well, like, you know, if Sam takes, goes down this route, like he's not going to be dead. He's not going to be a biological dad. I mean, I think he's, he is and um, you know, we'll, we'll be like a spiritual dad to a lot of people, I think. Right. Um, uh, but yeah, not a biological dad where like, I can, you know, tell my kids to go play with, you know, his kids and, you right. know, or, or, you know, his wife, you know, like just, you know, have a iced tea or something with my wife and just, mm-hmm. just like, you know, talk and, and, you know, he and I do stuff or whatever. Right. But yeah, I think that was kind of a, a bit of like that, 
idealistic, you know, uh, dream to sort of let go of being like, oh, okay, well, you know, I guess that's, that's, that's gonna change what I thought things would be. But again, like, it's also, that's also faded, just seeing how special it is to have a monkle in the family. Yeah. Um, and how much, like, I think it's funny, you know, Phil, now if, if, if we, if we went up and asked him like, Phil, do you want to be a monk or do you want to be a dad? He's gonna say, I want to be a monk like Uncle Sam. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I think that's really cool that he right. has just such a uh, a prominent a person that's so so close to him in his life that's mm-hmm. giving him an idea of what his vocation could look like too. Right. Just like your what you were saying earlier. Yeah, he can grow up thinking a monk is a normal thing, right? Yeah, like, yeah. which is something no kid nowadays. Yeah, or very, very few to. anyway. Right. You know, maybe like the Henleys, I know they got Brother Ross. And, right. You know, but like not many families have that, so but what you said is, yeah, you, you call it maybe an idealistic dream, but I think it's actually just a very beautiful dream that, I mean, sometimes you have to let go of some beautiful things in favor of other ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But, yeah, I definitely feel that because it's like growing up, I mean, we're a decent-sized family. It's, yeah, yeah. you know, four kids, but, like, we grew up with a lot, surrounded by a lot of families that were even bigger than ours, considerably oh, yeah. bigger. And I always just thought that's the coolest thing, like mm. all these big families. So it's like, okay, well, maybe not this generation because there's only four of us kids now. Yeah. But like, okay, maybe the next generation we can just be one of those huge <laughs> Catholic families with just yeah. like tons of kids. Yeah, you having a bunch of kids. Sam you go to a family where you're in and there's like 40 cousins, you know. Exactly, or whatever, you know? exactly. Just like <laughs> that's a little dominating. That's a little heavy, but I know it could be possible. Ah, it's possible. It's still possible. <laughs> it's still right? possible. I mean, yeah, you got time. Um, but <laughs> you just got to get working. But um, <laughs> uh uh, sorry, that just reminded me of uh, the one scene from The Incredibles where, like, uh, Syndrome, like, picks them up, like, the, the family, and he's like, oh, Mr. Incredible and Elastigirl got together and got busy. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's but, um, sorry, anyway, I was just, yeah, that's a beautiful dream in its own way to, like, to, to it is a healthy thing, it's a very natural thing to want to have, like, a, a big family and be surrounded by a good, wholesome community of, of relatives. Um, so yeah, I, I do feel that, I guess that like, that's a kind of a hard thing to let go of to some extent. Um, but like, it's okay. It's just going to look different. Like we, we are still going to have a really tight knit family in it and it yeah. can still be big yep. as long as, as long as you work hard. Yeah, and, um, and, and maybe you too, my friend. <laughs> yes. Yes. Of course. Of course. <laughs> but like, yeah, it's, it, it is a really cool desire. Um, but like that, that definitely is one of the slate i don't i don't, I don't want to say drawbacks because it sounds like a, a kind of harsh term but yeah a challenge is just you know or just something that we feel as his brothers and his family yeah like, we feel that you know right. just like just like i mean it's different but if 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 uh you know for example johan and i hadn't been able to have any kids because you know for for health reasons or right or what have you you know like um that that would have probably been something that our whole family would would feel yeah. you know like just yeah. like that there's that thought that the family, you know, microbearing, that's something that I think couples that struggle with, with that particular challenge probably mm-hmm. feel and, and their, their immediate family, their siblings, their parents feel that too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's definitely, definitely something that you can feel. It doesn't, again, it doesn't mean that you can't, the God can't make beautiful things out of, right. um, uh, you know, beautiful dreams that don't quite come to, come to, come to be. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, his, his, his dream for Sam, you know, it's just his ways are higher than our ways. And right. we, we still don't know. I mean, there's a decades ahead, Lord willing that, you know, we'll all be around here and, and just exactly. see what the fruits of Sam's, uh, brother Francisco's vocation will be for our family. Yeah. So, yeah. and it's already been and for everybody, not even just for our family, just yeah, for, yeah. for a much larger community. Mm-hmm. 
yeah cool well maybe that's a good uh maybe that's a good point to close on then for sure um so my coffee is empty now but a toast to brother francisco yeah cheers um, and to his uh and he doesn't drink coffee yet no i don't <laughs> <laughs> but uh if he did i just get by with toasting. water man you, yeah. you stay hydrated enough you never need caffeine bro yeah but if you stay caffeinated enough you never need water yeah but if uh <laughs> simply just i don't know maybe one less addiction to, to form is just you know just avoid the coffee yeah all right um, but, anyway cheers to you uh sam and brother francisco and yeah. uh to the, all those people listening out keep him in your in your prayers because his vocation is is a special one um mm-hmm. but i'm sure for special. him special <laughs> special quote unquote no. <laughs> no it just needs uh prayer prayer support yeah so. for sure yeah because i mean even some of the challenges we we voiced are hard on him too it's not like we're just experiencing them like of course as a normal guy he probably was a part of him that wanted to have a family too in a mm. biological sense not just spiritually yeah and then also as a normal guy like he wants to be near his own his own brothers yeah uh, as often as he can so like you know these challenges are hard for him too and you know he is committed to this life at this point he took his yeah. solemn vows yep so it's not Big like deal. he's not like there's ambiguity whether he's gonna stay in or not he's locked in he's he's trapped there yeah but um <laughs> he's full-time trapped in in alcatraz but uh what was it the abbot said to mom the day he took his song you can't you can't uh you can't have throw him, him in a trunk oh yeah you can't have like him back yeah, yeah, yeah you, you can't bring him back home when you when you leave here and that, that's the reality but like you know he's gonna have to live with that and, and that's gonna come with a lot of beauty and, and wonderful goodness but it's also gonna come with a lot of challenges so yep. if we can all just keep him in our prayers yep cheers to that Anyway, guys, uh, I don't know. Sam does all those things about like liking and subscribing or whatever. He does that whole influencer thing. I'm, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, unlike, uh, un- unsubscribe. Yeah, unlike, unsubscribe. Tell everybody not to listen to this. Um, <laughs> Strongly discourage anyone from the reverse psychology works, man. It does, bro. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, don't the show listen. Sucks. Stop Never listening listen to, it again. to this right now. Exactly. Because exactly. we're going to stop talking anyway. Yeah. So. Absolutely. All right. Peace all right. out. Have a bodacious day. Meow. <laughs> I'm going to keep the meow- not that again. Dude. I'm going to keep the meowing up.